Hello and welcome to Media Monday. Once again, I'm not John. Yes, you are John. Oh, I am. Okay, so that makes you not Gino. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not Gino. Okay, well, as long as we're on the same page of not being John and not being Gino, this is Media Monday, where we t- discuss uh, everything media-related, uh, mostly leaning towards television, movies, some other little medias. Yeah. Um, you know, your traditional TV and your streaming things and... I guess what you see in theaters and, I don't know. Things we coming may, out on DVD. We may talk about, like, a video game here or there if there's something big. Yeah. But, yeah, mostly TV and movies. But, um, yeah. So, Media Monday show. Uh, like and favorite us on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, email us at uh, MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. That's right. But yeah, getting into the news, we got a huge docket of things that are going to be coming out soon, and so we're going yeah, to try to so get through all these things as quickly as we can. I figure that's most of what our show will be about today, is all the things coming out. Uh, but there's there's a couple things, news-wise, I thought were, were worthy to discuss at the top of things here. Yeah. Um, let's see here, like, uh, so... Uh, was it earlier this week, this last week, uh, Star Wars Rebels had their their series finale. Yeah, I've not seen any of that, but yeah, good yeah, for them. So um, I've heard good things. Yeah, the, my question was going to be: now that it's done, and you can like binge it, and you don't have to like watch it episode by episode, do you do you have any interest in watching? I, I th- didn't you watch the I watched the Clone Wars most series? of the Clone Wars. I got okay. to the point where I didn't necessarily get burnt out, but I, I set it down and never came back to it. Okay. It was back when it was streaming on Netflix. It might very well still be on Netflix, but I was watching it through Netflix, and then I just started watching other things, and I just never really felt like sitting down and watching it. It's I think, actually, the, the Clone Wars animated series is better than all of the prequels combined. I think they're written better. I think character development is better. I think there are better characters. I think um, the comedy is better. Even Jar Jar is a tolerable character in the series. And I hear that Rebels is kind of an extension onto that. Yeah. Like, um... And and when Disney took over and said... They said, alright, Clone Wars uh, animated series is canon... And so is Rebels. Yeah, yeah. They, they list. I remember them listing those two things among their canon, and then they cut out. I think all of the comic books, all of the books, yeah, um, all of that kind of stuff before that, and all the specials, all the TV specials mm-hmm. are not canon. So Chewbacca has no family. <laughs> the woman who runs the cantina is not B. Arthur, and she does not sing. Oh, all of that not canon. But um. But yeah, so uh, because it's canon, makes me more interested in seeing it. I, I've watched yeah. like a few episodes of it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people. I've been hearing from a lot of people. They're getting really burnt out on Star Wars in the sense of even Star Wars fans kind of feel as though there's an oversaturation. And I think that boils down to the fact of we got three movies from the '70s, '80s, then nothing until the late '90s. And now in the mid-2000s, we have a deluge of new movies, prequels, sequels, new trilogies, television series, and video games, all to boot. And so people feel like it's just too much Star Wars. There's too much out there. And it's just like, meh. 
It's just a continuation of the series, I think. It's right. just it's all good. Even if even all the stuff was said to not be canon, like they're just doing this all for funsies and you know profit, you know movies. Um, I, I still think it would be okay because it's entertaining. Yeah, and they're they're doing a little bit for for everyone. You don't you don't have to partake in all aspects of Star Wars to sure. to enjoy the Star Wars universe. I yeah. guess. I enjoyed Rogue One, but there's a lot of people who really thought that that was frustrating. They did not need to see that story plot, you know, of, like, the little plot hole being fixed up from the original trilogy of, like, why the Death Star was so easily taken down. You know, there's a lot of people who are like, why are you doing a Han Solo prequel? Mm -hmm. And things like that. And I just, I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. Especially now that it's out of the hands of George Lucas. I don't think that he's necessarily a good writer. I don't think he's necessarily a good editor. And I really just don't think that he's a good director. I don't think that he had any of those things. He was working within a group of people that made him seem great. But I don't think in of himself he is that great. And when you start taking on all those tasks... I mean, we just you just tell with the prequels. They are not directed well. They're not written well. Right. And they're definitely not edited well. And so that's just... I'm glad that they're out of the hands of them. Uh, people feel as though that the new trilogy, you know, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and uh, what's the next one coming out? Have they announced no, they the title for that? The title for okay. Um, but they say that those are all, like, just pandering to the original trilogy. And it's like, that's fine. Why, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with trying to reach out to nostalgia and trying to, you know, right. capture the same beats and moments of the original trilogy? I think that's fine. I thought that uh, The Last Jedi was a little long-winded. I thought there were parts of it that they could have cut out. Just, there was an entire offshoot where they go off to another planet, and it's just like, I, I did not need to see any of that. I, I just... I was not interested in that. I thought it was like there were fun parts, but it actually, I think you can cut all of that out of the movie and you still wouldn't lose any plot. Yeah. Like you can show them going off to the planet and you can show them coming back from the planet and they can just wrap up really quickly what happened. It's like, I can't believe we did this. <laughs> and I don't think that we would have missed that one bit. Maybe. Um, but, I don't know. I, I guess what I was saying was that uh, I, I guess you kind of have to watch the new movies. Like, that's that seems like required reading for Star Wars. Yeah, uh, but you don't you don't have to watch like you don't have to watch the you don't have to watch um, Rogue One or sure Han or the, Solo the Solo movie or or the Clone Wars animated series or yeah I mean uh, once you finish up the the Skywalker series yeah the then, the trilogy then you or, know you you can just enjoy the, the Star Wars universe from there and pick and choose what you want to see. Yeah. You don't have to play the video games. You don't have to... Well, I don't think the video games actually count as canon. They do. All of them? No. Okay. Uh, the Just the Battlestar do. ones or Battle... The... Yeah. The... Battle something or other. What is it? It's a... Uh... Battlegrounds. No. No. PUBG. No. <laughs> Force Awakens. PUBG uh, Force Awakens. Yes. That's it. That'd be awesome. Everyone with the Force running around on the island exactly. trying to kill each other. Lightsabers and everything. Force choking. You become disabled for a minute. Yeah, I think we just created an entire genre. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we're doing that now. We right. own that. We own that. Movie Pass will sell it to you cheap. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the the most recent game had uh, an actual um, single player mode that was the storyline. Uh, that takes place... Is it Darth Vader? Uh, no. No? Okay. Um, I have no idea. 
It's someone from the... It, it explains... I haven't played it, but I, I'm pretty sure it explains uh, what happens between um, the uh, Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, where the... The New Order. The New Order came from, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do remember there were things like with... Um, what was that? Where it was starring like Starkiller or whatever. Um, where you chose to be either a part of the Jedi or a part of the Sith. Um, they're pretty good games. I, I played. Yeah, a, I played yeah. a couple of those. I think there were two or three of them, um, and they were they were they were decent and everything. Like, but uh, I think those have been stricken Knights from of the, the canon. And... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think those have been stricken. They were, yeah, yeah, those, those are not considered canon those whatsoever. Canon. Um, which was kind of bad because it shows Darth Vader being you know a badass, and I, I think that's the whole point of it. Seeing Darth Vader be a badass is is worth tuning into any of these movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for Rogue One and everything, just seeing the very end of that, where Darth Vader shows up and be a badass, worth it. Spoilers. <laughs> but you know, he just does that. And if you, I'm sorry, if you're not a if you're not a Star Wars fan, if you are a Star Wars fan, you've already seen it. If you're not a Star Wars fan, you're not interested in it anyway. It's not really a spoiler. I think he was even in a trailer. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, moving on to the next point of news, yeah. uh, the BBC is creating a Discworld series. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I think that that universe is rich enough that they can do a whole lot with it. Mm -hmm. uh, my only issue is they had like a few movies that were like they the... Did. They had like... Um, they, they were like following the... series sort of things. The, the Color of Magic series, I think is what yeah. it was called or something. Um, but it was spelled weird because it was British and they don't do anything right over there. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I watched one of it and it just, I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't my cup of tea. I don't like tea at all, but I mean, it really wasn't my cup of tea at all. I thought that the humor was a little off, but I think nowadays, I think they could really do something good with it. It's a huge universe. I've read a, I've read a ton of the books. Terry Pratchett is a fantastic, uh, like he's a champion of the random. Like he, you give him like an idea. I think he plays Mad Libs or something and just writes an entire book about around that. But, like, there's something for everybody in those. You could, like, the guards, which is, you know, kind of like police, detective, whodunit kinds of stuff. Right. You can, like, the the color of magic, which is, you know, the regular stuff. There's the witches, which have a dozen different books. You have the death series. You have the unseen university, which is the wizards and yeah, everything. There's, there's I mean, just a billion there. different kinds of stuff. And, I mean, there's all kinds of other little characters. And they show up in each one of them. I mean, it's it's just rife for just becoming a, a, a ever expanding ser series. Yeah, where I think they can have entire seasons where somebody will show up just once, uh, and it's like, oh, that was the guy from season one. Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. It's a it's a BBC show, so it's probably gonna have like six episodes. Yeah, yeah it, I'm I'm okay with it being tight, although also Doctor Who. Oh yeah, that's the other side of that gamut. Yeah, so where, it could go on for like. 52 seasons in... 70 years. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, they reboot the Discworld series and all of a sudden Doctor Who shows up too, just right. because. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that'll be kind of cool. Um, Netflix is doing a lot of stuff. They're coming out with a lot of original content. Yeah, and, and, and we'll, we'll talk about what what they have coming out, um, but uh, but it looks like they're, they're trying to get into the same spaces... Like HGTV and Food Network. Yeah, I watched the the first episode of the new Queer Eye, and it was all right. It's mm -hmm. it's very good. It's kind of like, um, uh, I don't know. Like I think they might even say this in the first episode. Like they were uh, fighting for acceptance or the right to exist with the first series, and now they're 
they're you know trying to get into being more mainstream and being more accepted as opposed to just giving the right to exist. Right. Um, yeah. But I watched the first episode. It was kind of good. It reminded me of like some family members that I have, <laughs> and you know, it just uh, I don't know. It's over the top antics, you know, yeah. peppered in there with you know acceptance I, I and love. I started to watch it and then got distracted and didn't it's, didn't finish the episode. But it's fine. It's fine if you like the original Queer Eye. I think that you will enjoy the new one. It's it's a lot of the same. It's a different cast kind of a thing, but it's like general same concepts. Yeah. Um, I think the metrosexual thing is kind of a little bit the wayside. They're not necessarily trying to push men into this whole like you know glam life kind of thing. It's just taking care of yourself, taking care of your body, taking care of your uh, social habits mixed in with oh good fashion, and keeping your place clean. Yeah. So it's all good. Um, yeah, also, uh, they are, they're doubling down on their anime. Yeah, um, I started watching, um, the Full Metal Alchemist. I didn't get around to finishing it, but it's a live-action movie adaptation of the original, uh, animated series. Mm-hmm. And it's good. I think they're cr- trying to cram in a lot. Um, we could talk about that more in detail, uh, here in a little bit once we get into that, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, definitely have some more talking points about that. So yeah, like they're doing their own anime series. Uh, there's a couple new ones that are coming out. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I, I have a couple friends who are in anime, and and I was like, are you watching these original? Netflix anime series, and they were basically like, I didn't know there were original... They had a couple that were coming out that were kind of... Uh, it was like that computer-generated animated look. Okay. Um, there were a couple of them, and I watched one of them. It was kind of like a like a Gundam, like a big mech suit okay. kind of a thing. And I watched, I think, the entire first season of that, and it was only okay. Um, but I don't doubt that they could do it. The, the thing with me- uh, Netflix is they have all these metrics... Or they're basically just copying and pasting things from like, oh, they like this part of this one, and this episode got a lot of views. Let's have an episode where we cover those beats. Right. And yeah. so, I mean, obviously, you're going to like some of their stuff. They're 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 hitting all of the markers. Um. So I'm I'm all for that. I think they can pull out some really cool stuff. Um. And I think these are completely original concepts too, right? It's not based off of any kind yeah, of Japanese I, I thing so. right now or any manga or anything, right? Right, I, I think so. Yeah, so I'm, I'm cool with that. I'll probably give them a few watches. Alright, so that's that's kind of covering what little news things I wanted to cover. Uh, shall we jump into like new releases that are coming? Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can start with some things that are coming. We were just talking about Netflix. Um, you can kind of break it down into... Like adult things and kids things, and and I guess they got a show that's that's coming that's focused on teen. Yeah, I think they're getting a lot of stuff like that. Like they're they're trying to really get into that market of just you know things that like (coughs) I think they're I think the way they envision is that you know mom and dad are in the living room watching their thing, kids are in their bedroom watching their kids things and their their teen things, and you know grandma and grandpa are off watching you know reruns of some show that aired 60 years ago. Yeah. And so they're just trying to get the entire family to watch just different things at different times as opposed to, I don't know, what traditional television is, just trying to find something that'll meet for everybody. They're doing the exact opposite of that, of like trying to find a fit for everybody that they can just watch on their phone. Yeah. Like, um... Yeah. 
So, like, some of these things uh, I was talking about with the, the HGTV stuff is uh, there was just a new show that came out, The, the World's Most Extraordinary Homes. Yeah. Um. I watched uh like half of the first episode of the. Uh, is it last like night, is it like a list before. show or something where they like the top ten? Yeah, so they've got creepiest homes um, or. It's not a list per se. Okay. But they they go they've got a British architect and then like a British actress. Uh, it's made by BBC. Okay. And um, and they they go and um go to these homes and they talk with the the people who uh, commissioned them to be built and get the stories behind them being built and uh, the, one of the ones they, they like stayed in it for a night to see what it's like and okay um, and, and they're kind of a good balance between them the there's the the, the architects kind of like I'm an architect and he's he's kind of um, more you know, like formal. And yeah, the logistics of it. Yeah. And this is why this is interesting. And yeah, and uh, he, he talks about like the 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 buildings and the materials and the the way things happened and complications that happened yeah. arose when they were building things. Yeah, yeah. And and then there's the actress that's just all like, "This is beautiful." And, <laughs> oh, so she's the audience. Yes. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. And uh, so, um, like. The the first thing they show you is a house in the mountains where they they took the the wings and tail uh, fins of a like an airplane of a seven forty seven. Oh, cool! And made that the roof of a house in a guest house. Okay, I think I might have seen like an image of that or something on. So I'm sure it's been around a while, so it's probably been floating around the internet. But yeah, okay. So they yeah they they visit that house and. They'll probably um, get around to the one that's like built into a missile silo, and you know all that kinds of stuff. Maybe, yeah, they're yeah. all like architectural marvel kind of houses. Yeah, and the guy uh, that built an entire mansion out of stone all by himself, and that kind of stuff. I'm sure it'll cover a bunch of interesting places. Yeah, like that. Like, it looks like they're doing like different locations. So the first one is like labeled mountains, mm-hmm. and then they've got like other things. I don't know, can't remember what they are at the moment. But it was location based. Instead of... Okay, yeah. Like, instead of jumping around to different, similar ideas of houses, they're just geographically, like... Yeah. They went to, like, they went to Montana and got every house yeah, that was so interesting like, there. They, they went to, like, L.A. and it hit the, the, the airplane house. And then the second one was in Arizona, in the mountains there. Okay, so all mountain themes yeah. and everything. Okay, yeah. And then they were headed to, like, New Zealand or something to... Okay. For a mountain house there. What? And it's not a show about Americans for Americans? No. Oh, pass. It's made by the BBC. Oh, come on, Americans. BBC. Come on. Get with uh, the program. Uh, Jessica Jones, uh, yeah. season two, is finally coming about. Yeah. Which I think is also supposed to be the final season of that. Probably. Seeing how Marvel, being owned by Disney, is probably going to be breaking up with Netflix soon. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they're doing like a, an origin story. Yeah. Basically for that. Which I'm cool with, because if that means, like, David Tennant's going to be back in that, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I I don't know if he is or not. He should be. Right. He should be in everything. I mean, why is he in this Extraordinary Homes thing? It's the BBC. Come on, you own David Tennant, don't you? <laughs> um, and, uh, like, like, Becca's watched a few episodes of that so far. 
I, and, uh, after watching The Defenders, I am kind of... I'm holding back on the Marvel um, television universe, or whatever they're calling it. Right. Um, I just... I, I don't know. I, I, Jessica Jones was pretty good in the first place. It was it's, fine. It's probably the, the, the best out of all of them, in my opinion. I mean, I liked I like Power Man more than any of them. I think. Luke, what? Luke Cage. Okay. Yeah, I thought that his was very interesting and good, and uh, I enjoyed that. I mean, Daredevil was fine. Uh, season two of Daredevil was like Daredevil meets the Punisher. Like it was fine, and then Punisher got his own season, which was okay. Right. Uh, it was passable. I was really disappointed that um, that none of them showed up in Civil War. Or were even mentioned in Civil War. Mm-hmm. I was really expecting kind of like a mashup there. So, and I'm hoping they show up in the Infinity Wars. They they won't. They won't. They don't play no, ball with each other. No. Okay. Because I'm frustrated. Because the thing is, this is for people who don't know. They they're changing this completely for the movie. But in the comic books, Thanos just deletes half of the half of the universe and like literally just. Half of the universe just quits existing, and that includes all of the superheroes. Not all of them, but half of them. Like they just disappear right in front of their eyes. They just vanish. And I thought that the with the MCU, they basically have oh Jessica Jones has disappeared, the Daredevil has disappeared, all the people who exist outside of the I, cinematic I universe was just going really? to disappear as like that is the like the point of them getting into this. Like they're going to introduce these people. They're going to be in the first five minutes of the movie. And then disappear, and that way they don't have to actually have to have them, them their powers, which are more grounded in reality. I can I can see them having making some sort of reference to these characters in Infinity Wars. Uh, the there is um a scene I saw while Becca was watching where little kids all like you know Captain America, and he pulls out like an action figure of Captain America, and is all like, "Can you tell me about Captain America?" And she's all like. I know I don't know him. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, but like, and the thing is also, um, like, they've made a deal with—is it Fox? Where the the X? Who who does the X Men? Is it Fox? It's yeah. not Fox. Is it's it Fox? Is it Fox? Uh, but Marvel and Fox have come to an agreement, so that now the mutants and everything are fair play for the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Have they? I, they I didn't have. know they had an agreement there. I don't I, think I it know was... they're trying to buy Fox's. They were trying to, and I think they like the same thing with Spider-Man and Sony. They've come to an agreement where they're okay. going to partner up. I think Fox is going to do distribution, and Marvel is going to be able to do the plot, the casting, and shoot the movies and have the theatrical releases and all that. Okay. Um, and so I'm actually kind of cool with that. Yeah. I don't think they did it in time for the Infinity Wars. I don't think we're going right. to see Deadpool. You're going to see a reboot of... Um, but, yeah. Of- well, I think X-Men in, that's going to include. I think the Infinity Wars is going to basically reboot the entire cinematic universe. That's Maybe. that's that's my guess. Is the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe? They'll they'll still continue on with some things because obviously Ant Man and Wasp happen after that. Yeah. Um, but we don't know where it takes place chronologically, story wise. Um, but I think that they're going to reboot a lot of things and change a lot of things. So that'd be a good time to introduce mutants into that. Because there are plenty of people who have showed up that have supposed to have been mutants, like Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch. Um, those were both mutants. Those are both kids of Magneto. Okay, yeah. In the comic books. 
That's right. And even actually, I guess, in the Fox series, because the days of future past and all that, you show they show like they they hint at the fact that Magneto is is their dad. Right. Um. So I really think that that's a good way to introduce all of these things and make them all play ball together, which I'm cool with because they they're also they uh, the rights for uh, Fantastic Four have reverted back to them. So we might actually get a good Fantastic Four yeah. movie within the next few years. I, I I would love to see all this stuff tied together, like the comics. Oh, yeah. But, I don't know, there's so much red tape there. That they, they may be cutting through it pretty well now, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And, I mean, to me, Marvel can only go down. Like, I mean, they've done just so well cin- right. cinematically. Um, that, like, even their worst movies, like Thor 2... Um, the Incredible Hulk, which wasn't awful, it was it was okay. Um, what was the the other one? But anyway, there's a couple others that like I think were poor, but they were still better than like Dawn of Justice and right. you know things along those lines. The DC's got nothing on them. The the Amazing Spider-Man, you know, two movies, the trilogy that never was. Right. Um, it was just better than. And I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, so that's coming from. A nerdy, geeky fan saying that they were just poor. They were poorly written. They were rushed. There's no excuse for that. And I liked Homecoming. I thought that was really good. I liked uh, all of... Is it Hiddleston? Mm-hmm. The actor that plays mm-hmm. Sp- Spider-Man? Is it Tom Huddleston? Hiddleston? No. The actor that plays Spider-Man right. in Civil War. He did good. He, he was He was a good Spider-Man. I enjoyed him in both the movies. And I'm looking forward to the next one, which is... Prom? Spider-Man Prom? Seeing how the first one was Homecoming. Um, So Spider-Man Prom, whatever it is. Um, And then also they're going to be coming out with like a Spider-Man animated movie, which is the Spider-Verse. So I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah. Um, So let's see here. Uh, Also on Netflix, there's a Ricky Gervais stand-up special... That kind of rounds up the things for adults coming up in the next... Yeah, I, I think as Ricky far as like Gervais TV is a little goes. too in-your-face, militant. Like, I like some of his stuff, yeah, but he's a little too aggressive I, for me. I've never really liked his stuff. But. Yeah, I, so I probably will not be seeing that. Uh, there's some good things for kids coming. There's uh, Spirit Riding Free. Yeah, which is based on the horse, right? Yep, the horse movie. The, I, I saw the movie back a million years ago in theaters... I, I know that there is already a television series, is there not? Or is this? Is this I don't know. Maybe it's Netflix has been advertising it so much on like their their opening page that I've just I feel as though it's been there forever. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so my my kids ne- necessarily aren't into horses, but you know, good for them. I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, they're coming out with another trolls thing too. Yeah. Um. So it's a uh, direct sequel to their their holiday special. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Probably. And I think they've got all the returning cast. They own Justin Timberlake? Or <laughs> they what's, might. What's the issue with that? <laughs> I mean, um, I, I thought that the Trolls movie was okay. It was a little aggressive in your face. It was definitely designed for kids to enjoy with, like, I don't know, you know, fart humor, butt humor. Right. Like, it's just simple, easy jokes. They're good. They're fun to laugh at. I laugh at those jokes, too. But... It's not high comedy. It's not high entertainment. They're, they just exist. The, the the music is way over kids' heads. There's no way that the kids know Lionel Richie's Hello. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. 
But there's there's absolutely like they're they're not getting any of those references. They've not heard any of that music. Um, it's stuff that came out in the '80s, so that's directed at the parents. It's like, hey, you'll enjoy the music, and the music's just okay. I mean, Justin Timberlake, I enjoy him. I think that he's one of those triple threats. You know, he can sing, he can dance, he can act, he can act funny. So that's even a step beyond that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, my kids watched the Trolls movie a million times, but they have not watched the Holiday one a million times. They've seen it maybe once and never asked about it again. So okay, I think that this will probably be fine. But it's you Netflix. Think they'll be interested in it. They'll watch it. Yeah, they're going to see it on Netflix, and they're going to be like, "Hey, can we watch this?" And I'm going to say yes because it's you've already seen the other ones. You've already been poisoned by it. So let's go ahead and see what this is. Fair so that's that's my excuse for wanting to watch the trolls. All right. Uh, I guess there's also a Stretch Armstrong. I've actually seen the very beginning of this just okay. because it's like, I mean, what's the concept of it? It just kind of drops you I, in. I don't know anything about it's it. I just know Stretch Armstrong and then like two other superheroes that have like stretching abilities or something along those okay. lines. Um, but it's it's kind of like a teen thing, starring Stretch Armstrong. I'm not seeing how they're going to tie in, like, the toy. It looks nothing like the blonde, strong-chinned, okay. like, noodle-armed Maybe they're going to make new toys. I'm sure that's exactly what they're looking to do. I mean, <laughs> that's the whole point of, like, the Care Bears, My Little Ponies, all that stuff. I mean, I don't know who owns Stretch Armstrong, if it's Mattel, Hasbro, or what. But, yeah, they're going to make more toys out of these. Yeah. And then, um... For teens, I guess, there's this Alex and Kate movie, or show uh, that just follows two girls starting high school. Yeah. Um, I mean, they also came out with Everything Sucks, which is the 90s teen yeah. thing. I saw the first episode. It's not it's not my kind of a thing. I watched it all. We'll talk about it later, I guess. Sure, sure. But that's <laughs> but that, that's along the same lines. You know, like, uh, like teens yeah. in school. I, I guess Everything Sucks is... Teens in school. Teens in school. It is teens in school. I mean, also, you could say Stranger Things is also that, but Stranger Things takes a step beyond that by, you know, becoming, in my opinion, watchable. And Like, um, I, I guess we'll break into things a little bit here. Like, like, Alex and Kate sounds like a, like, you're, you're, you're sort of, um, I don't know, like, did you ever, you probably haven't seen any of it, but, uh, did you know Girl Meets World exists? Yeah, I, I watched the first couple episodes of that when it first came out. Like, I think it's similar to that. Yeah. And well, and the same as uh, Fuller House. Yeah. I mean, Girl Meets World and Fuller House kind of seem like, you know, hey, you remember these shows? Did you watch these on TGIF? Come watch them now on right. Netflix. Well, uh, Everything Sucks uh, has some more, uh, like, stronger themes. And... Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's more for, like, it's like... A it's, realistic it's depiction of like teens in the nineties, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's you more actually experience this. You actually listen than, to these real music, you know. And then for like it's it's yeah, for, <coughs> it's for people who lived in the nineties more than it is teens now. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. I just watched the first episode and it just didn't quite grab me. The first was, episode didn't really grab me either, but the second episode did. I mean, I might come back to it, but I, I, I just don't know. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not bashing at anything. Um, it's, it's just I don't know. Especially after just watching Stranger Things season two, um, I don't know. It didn't have enough fantastic elements to it. I guess. I mean, they're not going for that at all. No, no, no. Um, but that's kind of like what I was just expecting, like in the back of my mind. It's like, oh, so now the gremlin is going to pop out. Now the gremlin's going to pop out. 
no, 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 no. She's just she's just playing with herself. I mean, that's that's essentially you know, it it just that's the way it kind of worked out for me. It wasn't anything uh, bad about it. I think that it was acted well. I think that they had a good soundtrack. I think it was shot well. It, it really felt like it was kind of you know in my memory almost you know like my the way I kind of look back and think back to you know the early nineties and all that. But in general. It's just not my kind of a thing. I just don't see myself going back to watch any of that. Fair enough. Okay, so that that takes us out of Netflix. Um, let's see here. Amazon has uh, Sneaky Pete Season 2. Yeah, I, I'll probably we, watch we that. Yeah, we about talked that about that last, last one. Week. I've not seen any of it, so I've got nothing else to add. Yeah. Um, Hulu's got... Uh, you said the, the Looming Tower. You marked that on here. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's 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 something. It's uh, it's it's kind of like um, it, it takes place uh, within the uh, the time frame right before and right after nine eleven. Um, it's supposed to be a realistic look at like the things happening behind the scenes in the sense that the government had information that they didn't act on, mm-hmm. and this is kind of the depiction of that information. So is it, is it, is a series? It is. It is a series starring Jeff Daniels and a bunch of other people that I just can't think of. Okay. But it's got a big cast. It's got um, uh, Alec Baldwin. He's another big name in okay. that. Uh, but but yeah, I thought at first it was an Aaron Sorkin thing just because it's got you know Jeff Daniels and right yeah. It's one of those gritty, fast talking kind of a smart people thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 just supposed to be like. 24 in the real life almost but about okay. about 9-11 you know the twin towers and all that okay um like you think it's gonna be like a limited run kind of thing I think like it would it have, to, to, be? to be I think it would have to be I mean I think it's just going to it's based upon a book which was you know an actual real yeah written book about the real events and information and everything leaked out of the government um, so I think that it's it's got to be one or two seasons at the most. But I thought that the same thing about Handmaid's Tale, which they're now coming out with the season two in, in uh, next month, in April. Oh, really? Which the first season of Handmaid's Tale covers the entire book of The Handmaid's Tale. So they're, they're officially going off book. Okay. Um, they have the author. She's been helping them and everything. So it's obviously going to stay true to like her vision. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, and uh, the thing is, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, I think, is the actress's name. Yeah. She's phenomenal in that. I mean, it is an excellent show. Uh, top notch. You need a palate cleanser after watching it because it just feels so dirty, and it feels like... It is almost... It's it's an extreme version of a realistic future that we could go through, I think. Yeah. Um, like, if for some reason we quit having kids and the religious right took over everything... This is a realistic path that we could go through. And just, it's just really well shot. Excellent acting through. Writing is just great. Uh, seriously, check out the first season of that. Yeah, um, I've been meaning to. I just, I haven't yet. Yeah. And so we're, we're definitely going to watch the second season um, as it comes through. I don't know if Hulu, if they batch drop things or if they do a, sta- uh, a staggered thing. Still they did. Uh, like every Friday or something like that. Yeah. Okay, um, but we'll 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 check it out. We're gonna we're gonna Google watch that. Decided what they're doing. Like some things <coughs> they release week over week, and some mm-hmm. of them they drop all at once. So yeah, so I'm 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 going to check that out. It's it can only be good. It can only be good. All right. Um, the Hulu's also got March of the Penguins too. 
Yeah, yeah. So Morgan Freeman yeah. narrates this one. Yeah. It's it exists. Uh, it's fine. My kids, I think they've. I think they watched the first one. They didn't necessarily love it, but yeah, it's I can okay. See how kids like penguins, but necessarily don't don't necessarily love the the narration of. I think the narration is there for the parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never watched the first one. That's one of those things that I missed okay. that entire movement. So your kids have watched it. My kids have watched it on like my wife. I think my wife watched it with them via Hulu. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Um, but they sat down and they all watched it and everything. And I remember my wife saying that they liked it, but they've never asked to watch it again. Right. Which is usually the barometer of whether yeah, or not whether they actually not they enjoyed really it. Did. They they've watched every episode of Steven Universe six times and Doctor McStuffins a million times. They've watched March of the Penguins once. Right. Um, so it it didn't quite hook them. Um, but I don't know. Like I don't know the year of the Penguin where it was like Happy Feet, March of the Penguins. There was like a DreamWorks Surfer. Penguin thing that came out too. I, I watched Happy Feet. I saw that and that was it. Right. I did not. I was not interested in any other Penguin movies. Right. And so yeah, I'm yeah. fine that this exists. I'm just probably never going to catch it. Okay. Um, moving on to some traditional TV. Yeah, um, uh, Atlanta season two. It uh, it just dropped on net uh, on uh, FX. Um, it's starring. I always mess up his name. It's. Donald Glover? Yes. Okay. Okay. I always try to make it Danny Glover, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a completely different guy. He's way too old for that shit. Yep. Um, But I really like a lot of uh, what he does. I like his stand-up. I loved him in Community. I've actually not seen the first season of this, but I heard a lot of good things about it. And with season two dropping, I really think that I'm probably going to pick that up sometime soon. Yeah. um, I watch... Uh, six episodes of the first season. Okay, I think there's only like eight. Yeah, it's it's a pretty short season, I think. Um, I got like a couple. Left. They're they're really kind of weird. Okay. Um, I'm okay with weird. They some of them are like continuations of the the one before it, and some of them are just. In the same universe. Okay. Um, which threw me off a little. So yeah, I, I could see that being a little. But I think just knowing about that might help me a little bit. Yeah. That way, because I had the same problem with like Black Mirror when I started watching Black Mirror. I was expecting a continuation of the story, and it's like, oh, okay, so this is going to happen within the universe. It's like not necessarily. Like you can say that all these things share the same universe, but right. I mean, you can also say that they're all just in their own individual thing. Yeah, Black Mirror is more like Twilight Zone. And it's yeah, it's like Outer Limits, Twilight Zone. I'm just saying uh, in the sense of like it's. Uh, I was expecting like episode two, and what I got was next chapter in another book. Right. Um, yeah, and, and Atlanta follows this one main character, like the entire like yeah. I, I believe he's in all of them, but. Actually, there's there's one that he's not. So okay, um, so yeah, yeah, like, okay. I, I'll still check it out. I think I'll check it out with season two dropping. I heard uh, a lot of good things about it. A lot of people said they really enjoyed it. So I think I think I will pick that up. Um, there's uh, on Disney XD Big Hero Six television series is coming out. I think it's animated. I don't think it's yeah. CGI. Yeah, yeah, I think it's you know traditional animated. I think that's fine. I think that that is. I'm surprised they didn't come out. I haven't booked it out for a sequel. 
I don't know what right. the issue is. I thought that the first movie was really good. It did I, really well too. It did. It did. Um, and it's you know it's 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 not in the MCU. It is a alternate universe, alternate timeline. So they can literally do anything they want with these what I consider to be D-list Marvel characters. Right. And it's just like, why aren't they doing more with that? Why haven't they already announced season two or episode two of that? And apparently it's because they're doing to do mm-hmm. a television series. Which I think that's a lot cheaper for them to do. But once you've created these character models, I mean, I think the sequels are so much cheaper to do. I'm very surprised. I don't know if they couldn't get like some of the voice talent or what was the big hang-up on that. But, uh, yeah, but maybe it'll be explained within the actual show. Uh, but I like Big Hero 6. I... I'm I'm cool to see more of what's happening in that universe, uh, San Francisco or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm cool with watching that. I'll pick it up at some point. Um, Top Gear season twenty five comes out. I have not watched any Top Gear since the original uh, cast has left. Right. Since Jeremy Clarkson, uh, Richard Hammond, and James May left to start doing or were fired. So like right. then they started watching or doing the the grand tour. They they announced like today that they are not picking the grand tour up after season three. Oh, so this is the final. Or they're going to do one more. They're going to do one more. And they're going to go back to Top Gear. Is that what it's going to boil down uh, to? Maybe. <laughs> I, I bet you that's what's going to happen. I bet you the BBC wants to have them back because uh, from what I understand, uh, the guy that played Joey, I can't think of his name. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the guy played Joey from Friends. He started hosting it with some other guy, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I, it's totally not on my radar anymore now that they're not there. So yeah, so I mean, I'm not watching. I was surprised that it was 25 seasons, but you know, good for them. That's fine. I'm just not caught up with any of that. Um, Heather's uh, has dropped. Yeah. On the the Paramount Network, um, I heard a lot of people say they didn't like the first episode. I've personally not seen the first episode. Yeah, I, I started to watch it and it was a little weird. And yeah, I was not in the not in the place for it at the it, time. It is one of those things that I'm very surprised they've made this. I thought that that would have been. I was uh, before we started doing the podcast. I thought I'd just seen Heather's for the first time. I'd never seen it until like. Four months ago, three months ago. I, I've not seen the the movie that it. It's Winona Ryder, Christian right. Slater. It, yeah, we, it's we've got a huge about cast. But I thought that that'd be one thing that I, I even said this is a movie that Hollywood would never be able to do nowadays because it's got teen suicide, it's got bringing weapons into schools, loaded live weapons, discharging them in a school, murder, drug use. Um, all kinds of stuff like that, and it's just like they'll, they'll never be able to do this. Right. You know, uh, it's basically school terrorism, which, quite frankly, I think that would be a completely off, off-putting subject by today's viewer. And then I literally saw, like a week later, the trailer for what I thought was a movie of the new Heather's, and I was like, oh, well, that I, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what they do with this. Um, and then I found out it was a television series. And it's like, yeah, they could do that with the television series because they can actually explain and branch off and make it more poignant and have more of a message with the television series. But from what I heard from the first episode, they got just a lot wrong. So we'll see what they do with that. Um, let's see here. Uh... Life Sentence is coming out on the CW. 
Um, and it's, uh, I saw the trailer for it, and it's about a girl who, she's living like she's dying because she is. She's got, like, cancer or some terminal disease, mm-hmm. and so she's, you know, she didn't go to college, she backpacked across Europe, she's not been looking for a job, she's never had a steady boyfriend, and then the doctor tells her that she's in remission. And, you know, to start planning for her future, and she's like, what am I going to do now? Um, and I think it's kind of funny, and it's going to be kind of heartwarming. You know, it's just typical CW kind of thing. But I thought it looked like an interesting thing. I think I might actually end up checking out some yeah. of that. I'll give it in an episode or two, see where they're going with it. Um, when does that come out? The seventh? Uh, I think so. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's... It came out on the seventh? I think it just came out. The 11th, so. Yeah, so I think it came yeah. out like a week ago. I've not heard any news, so that's that's usually good. If you haven't heard anything bad about it, it's you know usually at least it's in the middle. Yeah. So I'll check it out sometime. It's on the CW, so. So you can get that for free. Yeah, I can just watch CW. that on their stuff on their website. Yep. So I'll probably check that out sometime here soon. Um, um, let's see here. The there's the new Krypton series on Sci-Fi. Yeah, I, I I think it's supposed to be a prequel, but I'm not sure. I watched the trailer for it, um, and. It seemed like it actually took place on Earth in the sense that... Um, no, it takes place on Krypton. Well, the issue is that they have like very similar clothing. Like One was wearing a baseball hat, and like it looked like it was a regular city street. Like It looks like it's the back lot of you know, MGM or something along those lines is where they filmed it. Like, you, know, you, you could also see Ted Mosby walking by <laughs> in the background or something. And so it just struck me as being very weird because... I think that it's an excellent... You, you can do an excellent storyline with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sci-fi, which I was very surprised by. I thought that this was, CW would have jumped all over this. Right. In the sense of, oh, this is a Smallville prequel, and right. you know Lois and Clark, and all that kind of stuff. I think Lois and Clark was actually NBC or something mm-hmm. along those lines. But, uh, but I really just thought that, like, oh, the CW is going to be on top of this. And it's a sci-fi. So I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised by that, and I, I think I'll check some of that out. Um, that comes out the 21st. Uh, let's see. Then uh, American Idol's back. On ABC. Uh, yeah. On America's Network. America's the Network. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're advertising that. that. Um, what does um, America's Got Talent on? Is huh? it also ABC? No, it's on uh, NBC. So, yeah. So, no. It, uh, so, NBC has the better American movie or American television series. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I have not seen American Idol since probably season two, and I hear that they're eliminating the reason to tune in, which is the the uh, preliminary rounds where they have all of the the bad singers. I think they're still doing like audition sort of things, but they're they're I, not. They don't have bad. Yeah, I think they're actually. I think they're, they're properly screening people that can actually right. have talent. and it's, that, that way we actually can build up an investment as opposed to being like, oh, this is just a train wreck. I watch it for the train wreck, so there's absolutely no reason for me to tune in for this at all. So, like, I wonder, is everybody that comes through going through, is that, have you heard it's working, or? No, I've, I've not heard much other than the fact of they're getting rid of okay. all the acres. Like, um, I, I wonder if there's still going to be heartbreaking, like, people who think they're good, and people that think that the, the screeners think are good, but the, the judges are all like, no, you're not quite that good. I, I think so, I think you'd have to be, I think, um... I think it's one of those things where they might put them up against, like, real talent, and it's like, yeah, this is what it actually sounds like to be able to do this. And so, I don't know, I just, there's a lot of different scene competitions, and I don't think any of them truly stand out. 
Um, right. I think America's Got Talent is good because they branched out and they allow any kind of acts yeah. to come on. But between The Voice, between um, um, Beat Sh- Shazam, between uh, mm-hmm. uh, American Idol, X Factor, um, what, what's the other? What's the other big one? Um, Lip sync battles. You know, none of none of them stand out. None of them stand out. Okay. Uh, I just think that it's just all like people who are moderately talented getting up there and singing, and then they come down to, like, the top eight, which are all going to get signed for records anyway. I mean, they're they're, they're not throwing away anybody that makes it to the final. They're going to come out with a album, because there's going to be people that absolutely love them. There's there's no actual stakes towards the end there. Okay, so there's, there's, um... There's an American Ninja Warrior special, where they're, they're bringing in people from, uh, outside the United States to do the... Which is cool. Which is That's... Ninja Warrior? Yes. Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Just drop American. Exactly. I mean, uh, um, I enjoy American Ninja Warrior fine. I enjoyed Sasuke, the, the, the actual Ninja Warrior. I've not caught anything that they've... I don't know if they're doing it anymore, actually, in Japan, are they? I, I don't know. Well, because originally the American Ninja Warrior was like... It started off as like a training thing. Like, they'd have a bunch of Americans get together, and then the top two or top four would go off to Japan to compete in the actual Ninja Warrior. And then it's like, well, we can just do this ourselves. We can create our own little sets and, you know, just pump out and jump city to city, state to state, yeah. and get a bunch of competition. And, I'm, you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy obstacle course things. I think these people are really talented and everything, but uh, but it's not it's not just true Ninja Warrior. Did you watch, um, what is it, Beastmaster on Netflix? I did. I watched a fair amount of that, and I thought that was interesting in the sense of it was a bunch of different countries competing against each other. Yeah, which It was is, like a mini Olympics. Which is kind of what I think this American Ninja Warrior versus the world thing is going to be. I mean, we're, we're in an Olympic year. Yeah. I mean, I think that we're all still craving like to, to see like who's got the best at this. And I'm fine with that. I, I'm absolutely... I'll tune in and I'll catch a bunch of this. Um, yeah. So that's that's on NBC. Um, there's a show called Deception coming. Okay. It's it's a disgraced magician solving crimes. Uh, it's on ABC, so... Now, disgraced magician in the sense of, like, an illusionist or, like, Harry Potter, your wizard? Uh, like, uh, illusionist, like, card okay. tricks kind of thing. Okay, so... Penn and Taylor, if like they got kicked yeah. out of the magicians' guild, I, actually, like, I think Penn and Taylor have been kicked out of the magicians' guild. It's, it's Penn and Taylor solving crimes. Got okay, it. all right, all right. I'm cool. I'll tune in and see but that. But it'll um, tell her. Just tell us what you have. It's on ABC, so it'll be it'll be like family yeah. oriented. And then, yeah, I've lost and my kid. He's in this box. Right. We saw him in half. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Timeless comes back uh, tonight, I think. Um, Timeless, are you? Is this showing your radar at all? Not at all. Uh, it's a like time traveling to catch a guy who's messing with time show. Time cop. Yeah. So is it, is it starring Jean Claude Van Damme? Yes. Uh, no. 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 That's... How are they doing time cop without the time cop? <laughs> But um, um, I like the I like the concept. I've just it's not on my radar. So they had one season and then it got canceled and then people threw a fit and now it's back for a second season. Okay, so they're they're family guying this. Yes, they're family guying it. Okay, well, right. good for them. I'm 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 always glad to hear it when shows come back. 
I don't think they necessarily survive when they do, but... Uh, yeah, we'll see how it does. A lot of times they lose all of the writers and half their cast when they do that, but uh, but yeah, good for them. I, It's a good concept. I think you can have a lot of fun with that. Um, there's a show, Rise, coming. Uh, it is a like musical, like... Um, it's like Friday Night Lights meets Glee? High School Musical. Like, yeah, like Glee... But it's uh, it's an NBC show, so it it is um, so different enough from Glee. It's not going to be poppy matchups. It's not going to be funny. Okay. I mean, it'll have some funny, I'm sure, but it's not it's not like Glee's funny. Okay, it's not going to be a soap opera, right? Okay, like no, it's wait, it's going to be it, it's it's a serious sort of, and it, it it's got the guy that played Ted Mosby. Oh, well, uh, good for him! Good for him! Right? I'm yeah, glad he's finally able to do something. Yeah, the rest of the cast of how I Met Your Mother has done so well. Yeah, um, but it's it's a it's it's a musical show. There's, there's singing numbers. And, I like that. I, I've always and, liked musical. I'm a big fan of Disney for that. It's all like uh, this teacher's gonna, you know, like help is, these kids and things. Is and, Ted the teacher? Yes, he's the teacher. Okay, so it's it's Professor Mosby. Professor Mosby. Yeah. Professor Mosby, the, the, the musical. Didn't they do a musical episode of How I Met Your Mother? Uh, yes. Okay, so it's just that, right? Uh, Is Barney going to show up? Or it wasn't a full musical episode. I don't think there was. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't think so. They they just had the. the Is CBS suits. aware of this? There was the Suits episode. Is CBS aware of this? I th- I think CBS is going to suit Ted. <laughs> um. uh, speaking of Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, he's got a new show, Genius Junior. It's okay. Kid geniuses doing genius things. Okay. Is is this kind of like kids say the darndest thing minus Bill Cosby or? Uh, kind of. Uh, like, um, what's what's the show with? Uh, is it Steve Harvey? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's on the same network and is on the next. It's like on after the uh, Little Big Shots. Is that what it's called? Little Big Shots. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. The so thing. there's Little Big Shots and then Kid Geniuses like, or Genius Junior. Like right afterwards. Okay. Okay. So, so these are like the ones that are like savants and all that that can repeat like yeah all fifty states in French, German, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Italian all at the same time and all that. Okay, that's cool. I, I think uh, I, I think Neil Patrick Harris has been wanting to have a variety show or something for a long time. Uh, so uh, good for him. Good for him. I'm glad to see the you know. Uh, Doctor Horrible slash Barney is is doing well, right? Um, so the the next couple shows I'm not I'm not real familiar with. Uh, I just saw they're supposed to be coming out. I haven't seen a lot of like promotion for them or anything. Uh, there's a show called Instinct. Uh, it's like a, a college professor um, is helping catch serial killers. Like uh, it's. It's like a procedural, right? Yeah, probably, and and it's on CBS, which is that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure it'll be good. It's on CBS. Yeah, <laughs> CBS, they're, they're fine. They come out with uh, they come out with like quality stuff. <coughs> um, but like all all the uh, the procedural crime dramas that CBS does, like it'll go for a season or two, and yeah, or it'll go forever. Yeah, it's it's either or. It's either <laughs> or with them. Um, 
And then there's Station 19, which is a it's a spinoff from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, it's like a cop version of it or something. Firefighters. Firefighters. That's it. Firefighters. Yeah. Um. I I liked. Uh, oh, Rescue Me, which was you know uh, Dennis Leary, mm-hmm. firefighters in New York post 9/11. Um, I like that and everything. It was like a dark comedy. Okay. Um, I never really watched Grey's Anatomy. You never watched Grey's Anatomy? So I, I don't think that this is going to be for me, you know. Yeah. Um, you know I think, um, uh, like, I think I was... firefighters are the last untapped, like, you know, first responders. What, like, I, was, what I was reading was uh, you're probably going to see a lot of these Station 19 characters show up on Grey's Anatomy in the next couple weeks. Oh, sure. And then, and then they'll have their own show and go from there. Yeah, good um, and it's if it's wait, Grey's Anatomy is still or it's still going. It is still going. I really thought that that was gone yeah, and done a long time ago. Wow, good for them. Yep. Good for them. But I seriously thought that that show had its like series finale. Like I would have guessed five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> uh, easy is like the last time it was anywhere on my radar. Um, but so yeah, good for them. Good for them. Kicking it for another five years without anybody knowing it. <laughs> uh, and, and the only other thing I marked down here was uh, we're, we should both be excited that Brooklyn Nine-Nine's coming back. Uh, but it's going to be on Sundays. What? Yeah. Well, what are, we're going to be doing podcasts on Sundays. Maybe we'll we'll wait until after. Now, is this uh, is this the next... It's not... They took a hiatus, right? Uh, yeah. Break? They, they just... Uh, yeah. I don't like it when shows do that. I'm disappointed in them. I don't think that that is a practice that should exist. I think the mid-season break is just pointless. Uh, nobody watches during Christmas, though. Still get it in the can. It's all about binging now. I guess that's true. Like, like go ahead and film it and put it out there. If you if you show it, people will watch. All right, so uh, movies that are coming out. Yeah. Um, some movies on Netflix. There's a, there's a number of movies on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, just came out was The Outsider. It's uh, Jared Leto. He's a World War II soldier. Yeah. That's uh, He gets freed by the Yakuza and joins the Yakuza. See, I do not have as much beef against Jared Leto as a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he's weird, but I think that he gives it all in all of his roles. Um, yeah. Whether you like them or not, I think that, you know, he really puts all of it in there. Um, so I, I think it'll probably be good. I liked him in... Um, What's the one with uh, Nicolas Cage? Lord of War. Oh, yeah, yeah. I liked him in that. Mm-hmm. I liked him in a couple other things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Requiem for a Dream. Uh-huh. You know, that's I've only seen it once, but once was enough. Right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, he was good in that. Um, he was not, he's not my favorite Joker, but he was a Joker, so, you know, round of applause there. Right. Um, I never watched Mr. Nobody, which is the only other thing that I could actually think of that he was in. Uh, he was, he was nominated for Academy Award for, uh, Dallas Buyers Club? I've not seen that. No? Did he have AIDS? I haven't either. Uh, yeah. Okay, good for him. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, that's what that movie was about, right? Yeah, I think so. Matthew McConaughey... Buying drugs from Mexico instead of yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay, good for him. He, he deserves a award. He gives it his all. 
Uh, let's see here. There's a Benji movie. It's a, yeah. it's a dog movie. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'll pass, but it's good that they exist. Um, there's uh, the Legacy of the White-tailed Deer Hunter. Yeah, th- uh, this is Miss My Radar. You mentioned it a while ago. Um, yeah, it's got Danny McBride in it. Yeah, it's just a man and a cameraman and his son go hunting. So yeah, so it'll probably be kind of funny some of the time. Yeah, it's Danny McBride, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't tune in for you don't tune into one of his things for like nonstop entertainment. And then uh, let's see here. There's a uh, Game Over Man. Is yeah. the name of the movie? Yeah. Uh, it's got the cast of uh, Workaholics, so uh, I can't think of their name, but uh, like Adam Devine is the, is the one who's been the most successful out of all of them. And yeah, then... I've actually not seen any of Workaholics. No? No, I've, it, I it's... think I think it's one of those things I should watch. It's, I, it's supposed to be... It's okay. Something that I, it's like the, also the IT crowd. That's another one of those yeah. things that I've, I, I think I should like, you, you I should, should watch. You should watch like an episode or two to get familiar with them. But... Sure. But like I don't know that it's something you would continue to watch or watch a lot of. Uh, but the 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 movie's got a hotel that's taken hostage. Um, yeah, but it's uh, like Seth Meyer, Seth Rogen, and yeah, that's it. And uh, what Evan Goldberg? Yeah, something like something? that. The super bad people. Yeah, yeah. I, I like their stuff. I mean, I always think they're Judd Apatow movies. Yeah. Like, every one of their things, it's like, oh, so it's not a Judd Apatow thing. You know. And sometimes it is. The people who brought you Sausage Party. Uh, yeah, Sausage Party was weird. <laughs> it was it was weird. But, um, yeah, I, I'm interested in watching this one, I think. Yeah. Um, I've been in, in the market for good comedies. and Yeah, yeah, I've not seen enough comedies recently. Um, Tomb Raider uh, drops here soon. I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah, I think Laura Croft is an interesting character. It's kind of like a prequel kind of thing before she really becomes a true Tomb Raider. I think. Yeah, that comes uh, out uh, this coming weekend. Yeah, I think it's it's based upon like the the rebooted video game series, which from what I heard from people, I never played them, but from what I heard that if you basically just take the storyline and do all of the cutscenes, the cinematics. You have a movie there. Like, you can either yeah. play the game, or I think you could probably go see this movie. And <laughs> I think you're going to get the same fill both ways. Uh, then we've got uh, next, the following week. Um, yeah, the 23rd. 23rd. Uh, Sherlock Gnomes, starring yep. Johnny Depp and other people. And other people. All playing CGI gnomes. Uh-huh. I, I, so I've seen this trailer so many times I, that I I think I've been converted and I'm interested in this movie. Okay, see the thing is it's been it's been on Hulu like it is the Hulu ad right now. Okay, and I'm I've done the exact opposite. I was kind of interested because I liked I liked uh, uh, I liked uh, Nomeo and Juliet. Right. I liked that. I thought it was funny. I thought it was a good take on the whole Romeo and Juliet thing. Um, it was entertaining and everything. And then when I, I saw the I trailer haven't seen for this, and Juliet. Well, and then I saw the trailer for this. It's like, oh, that's funny. And it is burned into the ground for me. It's just like <laughs> this is not going to be good at all. I, I'm going to. I'm not a hard pass. I'm going to catch it at some point. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I just don't. You're not going to take your kids to it. No, no, no. There's no point. <laughs> There's no point. Not going to. Not going to waste actually paying because I'm not getting them a movie pass. So I've actually got to pay full ticket price for my right. kids. And it, I don't think it's going to be worth full ticket price. I'm going to pass. Right. Uh, I Kill Giants, which is about a girl 
who escapes into like a fantasy world where she's on top of everything. I think it's like D and D esque or uh, okay. MMO. I'm not sure exactly. I don't know anything about um, it, but uh, it's uh, I've heard I've heard a buzz that it's it's going to be good. Okay, so we'll actually see. Uh, also, at the same time, which is actually probably the thing that I will go see that week is Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah. Uh, it is the sequel to Pacific Rim. I thought that that was an excellent movie. Just, you know, people beating up monsters and huge robots. Um, this sequel, I think, takes place, like, I don't know, 10 years later? 20 years later? Something after that? Yeah. I, I need to watch the first one. I haven't seen the first one. You haven't? No. All right, we're going to stop this podcast. We're going to watch the movie. We'll be right back. I, I will watch it before the 23rd. and No, no, no. We're watching it right now. Hold on. No. Alright, Gino, what did you think of the movie? Um, I think I fell asleep. Ah, Gino. <laughs> Fine, we're going to have to do this again later, okay? Alright, let's move on, let's move on. Where did we leave off? Uh, Isle of Dogs also comes out on the 23rd. I do not like Wes Anderson at all. I am interested in this movie. This is the first one of his stuff that I have been interested in. I do not like, the, I do not like Rushmore, I do not like Royal Tenenbaums, I do not like... Uh, whatever one came after that immediately. I've not seen Grand Budapest. Uh, I've not seen Marigold Hotel. I've not seen any of that stuff because I dislike his movies so much and it's frustrating because I like the actors, I like the concepts, but right. I do not like the dry, it's awkward humor. Right. Like I've, I've... Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox did not like that at all. I, I have not seen that one. Fantastic um, Mr. Fox is also it's um, it's puppetry. It's stop motion animation. Same oh, thing it? as Isle of Dog. Yeah. But I saw the trailer for Isle of Dog. And I thought that's going to be entertaining. Like um, I'm going to movie past this. This is going to be something that right. I'm going to see because it's going to be part of my March Madness movie pass. Like uh, Becca's not interested in it. She's a dog person. That really surprised right. me. <laughs> um, but uh, she's not. Uh, she doesn't really like Wes Anderson stuff either, and yeah. and well, she she thinks the animation isn't. I mean, it's not animated; it's it's stop motion, right? She's not. She thinks it looks terrible. Okay, so you know, you want to movie pass it? She probably will not. But, okay, but you and I can I go guess, see. I it. guess we're going to go see that. Um, and then uh, the, yeah, we'll have another very... podcast before then, but. Yeah, but still, coming up at the end of the month, Ready Player One. Uh, I read the book. I didn't um, I didn't devour the book. I'd just gotten done reading The Martian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I read Ready Player One after that. And with The Martian, I read it in like three days. I'm a right. very slow reader, but I absolutely love that story. And with Ready Player One, I actually found myself like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to have to read the next pa- chapter. And it wasn't because I didn't like it. I just didn't like the, the pacing of it. Um, but it's Steven Spielberg doing a movie about nostalgia. Uh, I think that's a that's a win. Yeah, like I I've I've liked the trailers. Yeah, the trailers completely. look good. I think that they are hitting all of the heartstrings, like with the music playing mm-hmm. in the background yep. and all that. I think visually it's going to be a really good movie. Yep. I think as long as they don't stray too much from the core uh, plot, I think that they'll have a win. I, I think they'll hit it out of the ballpark with this one. It'll be the one to compete. Um, and then also for people 
who are not interested in that could see God's Not Dead 2. Yeah. Not Dead Again. Not Dead Again. And hmm. uh, these are not my favorite kind of movies. Uh, I think they're kind of pandering. Um, but a lot of people enjoy them. I don't think they're necessarily written well. I don't think that they're acted well. Right. I, I just think that it's like, oh, this is a Christian movie, and then Christian people go see it. Yeah. Uh, that's that's fine, but I don't think that God God's dead. And there go too. all our Christian listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> uh, you know, talk to you later. We'll, we'll discuss this movie in private. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I just I don't understand why this exists. Uh, it's just reaffirmation of your core beliefs. It's it's fine. I just think that it's a little too aggressive. Um, so I will I will not see this. I will not move you past this. All right. So we are going a little long here. Yeah. Um, we we can go ahead and run through really quick. Yeah, what real quick. Watching. What are we watching? Um, I finished End of the Effing Worlds. Um, I. It started off as a dark comedy and then became a straight drama. Yeah. And I did not like that at all. It's what It wasn't bad, but it is not what I signed on for it at the beginning. Uh, each episode is short. They're like 20-some-odd minutes. There's only eight episodes. You can binge-watch this in a night if you're really interested in doing that. Um, I thought the first few episodes were really good, and then there's something that happens that just pivots everything. Right. And from then on, I... I, I watched it to see what would happen, but I was not enjoying what I was watching. Right. So I, I totally agree with that. So I I, I give that a pass. Um, watch something else. Just pick something else up. <laughs> um, it was not worth my time. Uh, it's if you're looking for a black comedy, a dark comedy, uh, this is not going to. It's not going to fit your bill because it just drops that completely. If you're looking for a straight drama. The beginning is is a dark comedy, so you're, you're going to be you're going to be off there too. I mean, it's 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 one of those things that I don't know exactly what they're going for, but whatever right. it is, I guess they achieved it. All right, so um, why don't we we can push a lot of things to the next episode? I think sure. Um, we'll, we'll just kind of list off things that we are that we've watched and. Sure. Uh, we, we can make a note here and say we're going to talk about that next episode. Sure. Um, for instance, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, you haven't even finished that yet, so... No, yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll catch that up we'll on the next one. We'll catch that up on the next one. Maybe I'll, I'll get around to watching it. Um, I, I watched right. the first episode of Everything Sucks. Yeah. We talked we about talked that earlier. About that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. AP Bio, I'm enjoying... Have you I'm have current you watched on all, that. You're current watched I, all four episodes? I've watched, yeah, four episodes. So if there's, there's another one that's just dropped, I'm watching it via Hulu, so... Right. Um, Maybe so some it's delay. Like, it's like there's a bit of delay, but uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I think it's coming into itself. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, are you are you up on Superior Donuts? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not, I think I've missed the past uh, couple episodes. The last episode was He's Dating a Rich Girl. No. No. Okay. Last one, I think he was he was in school. He was talking to one of his professors or something. Yeah, with the with the guy from Voyager. Yeah, yeah, that's who that Tupac. was. Yeah, yeah, that's the last one I saw. So I'm an episode okay. or two behind. Yeah. Okay. Um, um. Let's see here. We've both watched Annihilation. 
Yeah, and that's. I, I you want to talk about it more next time? You want to talk about it now? You want to? I, I I can talk about it in the sense that uh, I think that it is an experience. It is beautiful visually. It is. Uh, it is something that I think that you can go through. I think that a lot of people should watch this in the sense to support film. Not a movie. This is not a movie. You do not go for it, for its story arc, for its plot. It is written well. I think it's acted well. But I don't think that the story is entertaining. I think it's a very cerebral movie. I think that... After I watched it, I think that uh, I think I was incepted because I had like dreams afterwards that <laughs> like I think that the colors all work together to reprogram my brain in a way. But I don't think that I'm a better person after watching this. It's uh, I think if you want to go more cerebral and more artsy, you go Fountain. Right. And if you want to go less cerebral, more storyline, you go um, Interstellar. Like all three of those are kind of like inner. They're they're all cerebral. They're all things that happen. That they're all kind of smart things. But if you want to go more artsy, you go see the Fountain, which was Darren Aronofsky, I think. Yeah, Aronofsky. Um, and then if you want to go more storyline, you go with uh, the Dark Knight dude, um, with Interstellar. And then, if you want to somewhere in the middle, go see Annihilation. I think it is worth seeing in theaters. I think that it is worth paying out money, even. Um, visually, this is just a stunning, stunning movie. Um, I think that it is going to win an award, either Best Screenplay or Best Visuals. Um, but it is not a good movie. It is not a good story. It is not a good plot. Yeah. You do not. You will not come out of the end of that saying, like... Oh, I mean, you won't even come out of that saying, like, what did I, you know, I, this is the cohesive what I watched. Um, I think there are plot holes, I think there are issues, but I still think everybody should watch it. I think it is an experience, so we can go into more detail and hash that out more next uh, next time, uh, in two weeks. Okay. But, uh, and also at that point we can also get into spoiler territory, because I think people that are going to see, I think it's going to come out of theaters relatively quickly. Right. I, I don't think it's doing very well box office wise. It's not. Um, and I don't think it's based off of a book trilogy. I don't think they're even aiming to do a trilogy of the movies. Right. I think that they set out to do just one story and I think that they succeeded in the sense that it's it's out there. But I don't think that it's an actual story. I don't think that it's entertaining in that sense. But it is visually beautiful. It is an experience and it makes you think. And I'm not actually sure if I like it or don't like it, and this is after me thinking on it for a week now almost, yeah, and I don't think that I liked it, I don't think that I hated it, but I, I feel as though I experienced it, and I think that that's worth going and seeing it. So let us know right. what you think about that. Right. Um, I, I So related to that, I had you watch Ex Machina. Yeah, which was made by the same people, starring similar people. Yep. Um, I, I liked Ex Machina, um, in the sense that, um, it's an interesting take on, I guess, the princess in the tower, the white knight storylines kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, visually it was beautiful. Just, uh, once again, same director, um, uh, similar starring people, 
Um, <clears throat> right. Yeah. That, I mean, that's why I had you watch it. It was because. Yeah. I, I just I think that it was uh, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Um, it leaves you feeling really. Uh, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It does. Um, but I I think that it works. It's a good story. It's a good story arc. Um, I recommend Ex Machina if you enjoy a good movie. If you want to see something this director did, less artsy, more entertaining, see Ex Machina. It's it's uh, um, it's an easy it's an easy plot to follow. It spells a lot of it out for you. If you want to see something more cerebral that you need to digest, really chew on for a long time, go see Annihilation. See it while it's in theaters. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What, what <coughs> haven't we covered? Uh, I saw Game Night. Yeah, how was that? I haven't seen it yet. It is a very good comedy. It's got Jason Bateman, uh-huh. uh, uh, Rachel McAdams. Yep. Um, it's about time travel because that's the only kind of movie she does. Huh. Um, but like... There, there, there are a lot of like twists and turns to it that, that make you think. Is, make, is it like a who? Think, is it who done it kind of a thing? Uh, yeah, kind of like um. So the the premise is that there the the guy's brother comes back to town and is all like, I've I've set something up for, for the game night, um, where one of us is going to be uh, captured. Okay, and, and they think they're in a game, and they think they're in a game, and they're not in a game. But then you think they're, in, then you just spend the whole time going, "No, it's just a game," and they're like, "No, it's it, it's not a game." But Wait. no, it's just a game. Okay, and so you really don't know, right? So, so it's a it's a mashup of uh, what was was the game with Michael Douglas, right? I don't know this. See the game, Michael Douglas. And then the spy who uh, is it the spy who knew too little the man who knew too little which is Bill Murray where he thinks he's in a game where he's being a, a international spy and he's actually doing international spy stuff okay like it's basically like uh, a guy trying to role play as James Bond being actually in a James Bond movie okay so watch those two movies and tell me how you feel about it but the game is really good it's Michael Douglas uh, or yeah Michael Douglas. And uh, his brother tells him that they're going to do like this game thing, and you're guessing the entire thing. But it's uh, it's not a comedy; it is a thriller, straight okay. through, straight through thriller. Uh, there's obviously like a couple of funny points, but it, you're not watching it for the comedy, and you keep wondering. It's like, oh wow, this has gone completely off the rails for him, and you don't know. He he know he doesn't know throughout the entire thing. It's like, it, could this be a game? It it couldn't be the game. It could be the game. No, it's not the game. What are you doing? Kind of a thing. And then the spy, or the man who knew too little. I think it's the man or the spy. But it's Bill Murray. And it's basically guy role-playing James Bond turning into actual James Bond. So, it sounds like a kind of mashup between the two of those. So, watch those two movies right now. We're going to pause and come back. <laughs> Alright, Gina, what did you think? So, I... Um, game night like the the trailer. If you've seen the trailer, yeah, uh, like you see them like thinking it's a game and and interrogating a guy. Yeah, Jason Bateman's Jason character. Bateman. It's, it's shot. Yeah, and and the the whole movie is like that. Like like they're all like it's not a game. And they're like, is it a game? Okay, because <laughs> it's it's a super competitive couple. Yes, who want to win? Yes. 
Okay. And uh, the the stakes are um, uh, the the brother comes in with like the the Jason Bateman's like favorite car as a kid, like it's a something or other Stingray. Okay. And the winner of the game night gets the car. Okay. Okay. I'll probably check out this movie. This is going to be one of those things that uh, yeah that I, I definitely want to go in and see. So I'll probably go in and see that some like just some night. I'm just not doing anything. I'll run out and see a ten o'clock showing. It's good. But and, yeah. uh, the the previews for that actually put a lot of different uh, upcoming comedies on my radar, and I, I was excited about that as well. Okay. Um. So yeah, if you get there early. And yeah, see. I had a few previews from Annihil- uh, not Annihilation. Yeah, Annihilation. It's like, oh, I kind of, uh, like A Quiet Place. I'm interested in that. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it's too creepy for me. Oh yeah, super, super right, creepy. Like but... all, all, the, all the trailers in Annihilation, I was all like, mm, too creepy. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, like uh, Strangers. Yeah. Uh, I'm not interested in that at all. Uh, there was another one where girls in a mint. Unsane. U-N-S-A-N-E. Uh... Didn't see that one. Uh, okay. Okay, well, I watched it at uh, Malco, so yeah. I might have seen a different thing. But in Unsane, she's uh, she's a woman who's been terrorized by a stalker. And so she commits herself because she's seeing him everywhere. And then she's in this uh, mental institute, and there's her stalker. And he's, you know, an employee. Okay. At the mental... But the thing is, they all think that she's just crazy. But is she crazy? Right. But it might be her stalker, but it might not be her stalker. Right. Kind of a thing. So, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. But still, it sounds like a really cool concept. <laughs> All right, we've 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 run 20 minutes over. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, recommendations of people that mentioned things through the last couple I, weeks? I'm going to watch Mute. I'm going to watch that okay. here shortly. It is one of those things that I really just think that I should see. Uh, I plan to watch the path. I had planned that last time. I just have not gotten around to oh, okay. it. I want to see if uh, if Jesse can yeah. can star in a role. I I, I I have my doubts, but I've I've heard from a few people that um, that it's good that it's worth watching. I think that's a Hulu series, so I'll check that out at some point. Yeah. Um, Star Trek Disco. Yeah, everyone keeps talking about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Volunteer. all they do on the ship. Volunteer. Okay, okay, good. Um, Father Brown, I've not actually... That's off my radar completely. Yeah, uh, mine too. So... Um, I, I don't I don't know anything about it. Uh, it was just mentioned. I watched the first few episodes of iZombie. That was recommended to us. Uh-huh. Um, it's not my cup of tea, but it's an interesting concept. I think the it's like the third or fourth season that's yeah, just come out. Yeah, something like that. Um... But the, the, the general gist of it is girl who is a uh, uh, about to become a doctor dies and becomes a zombie. And so instead she becomes a coroner's assistant or a, a coroner. So she has access to all these fresh brains. Yeah. When um, she, and, but when, when she, she, eats, when she the eats them, she sees the memories yeah. of how they died. And so they can solve the memories based upon her seemingly psychic ability. Yeah. And so, interesting concept. I just, I watched the first, I guess it might have been just the first episode. And I did not enjoy that. Uh, let us know if it really improves after the first episode. Because, to me, it really seemed like it was going to be a lot of the same. Like, I, I think the the suggestion was that the third season was getting really good or whatever. 
I don't know if I can give it two seasons. I don't know if I can give it two seasons. Right. If I've got to wait two seasons to be able to watch something, then I usually just pass on that. Right. All right. So, um, look for our Media Monday post uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, here shortly. Yeah. Yeah. We're recording this really late, so just in an hour, it's going to be Monday, so. Yep. And, um... And uh, leave us your recommendations. Tell us what you're watching, and uh, we'll uh, we'll mention you in the podcast, and we'll take a look at things ourselves. And sure, um, I, I guess we could have mentioned people in the podcast today, but you know, we'll like get you to, next time. I don't like to mention people yeah. unless they want to be mentioned. Yeah, but, let us know uh, if you want to be mentioned. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah, and tens of people might hear you. Right. Yeah. And so. Um, uh, anything else send us an email at uh, media monday show at gmail.com once again like and favorite us on facebook uh, media monday show yep and uh, that should be it we'll see you in two weeks yeah yeah we'll check things out a lot of good things coming up so we're going to be real busy all right, all right. thank you for tuning in bye bye <laughs>